Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, guys, Microsoft announced some heartbreaking news for Internet Explorer users on Uh-oh. Valentine's Day. Internet Explorer is no more. Uh-oh. Yeah, they have a new one. What is it called? It is called Microsoft Edge. They permanently, yeah, Edge. Yeah, they, yeah, they permanently disabled the desktop version of Internet Explorer on Windows and updated the new browser, Microsoft Edge. So if you're one of those IE users and you're used to that little icon, like it's gone, it's done, you can't use it anymore. It was originally launched by Microsoft in 1995 as one of the first and most popular browsers on the internet. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft Edge, of course, is the newer browser, like we just said. And it was released as Explorer's replacement back in 2015, but coexisted on devices with its predecessor until this week. So goodbye to IE forever. Let me ask Cappy. everybody a question. What what browsers do you guys all use? I on use your Chrome because a lot of my stuff is Google. So. I yeah. use I use Firefox because it has way better privacy. I also okay. use Brave for certain things. The only thing I use, and I'm I use Apple computers. The only thing I use is Google, and um, Chrome. And even when you have an Apple machine and it comes standard with Safari, I never use Safari. I no, never no. use Safari. I never yeah. use Safari. That's the worst. And what and what are these two that you use? Baseball? Um, I use Well, Firefox. Firefox. Mozilla. Yeah. yeah. I don't use that. I don't even know what it is. Well, it yeah. just has way better privacy with as far as I like, used to have it. Getting yeah. your information skimmed and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just I just like it better and it has better privacy features. And yeah. then the other one is Brave. Like certain yeah. things where, you know, well, I do a lot of online shopping and I swear I used to get my credit card information stolen once a month. I would have to like get a new card. And ever since I switched to using like the, it's like a private incognito browser or whatever, and it doesn't save any of your, your stuff. I've had that happen a lot less frequently. Mm. Never heard of Brave. Now you have. Yeah. And I no mean, one I'm is so, half I'm the battle. I'm so simple. I'm such a simple guy, you know? Yeah, no Google one is half Chrome. the battle, Cappy. I mean, I'm probably excessive, to be honest, in this case. But you know what? If it makes me feel better, let me live. L- Laura, what kind of browser are you using? Um, I'm Google Chrome. I do use Safari, um, but I don't really care. I mean, I haven't I used Safari in forever. I don't even. I'm trying to find Safari on the bottom of my screen. Oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah it's there. there. It is. It's, it's there. It's the little hourglass or yeah. the compass. I'm sorry. You oh, know why? Ugly. Just because you have to download the Chrome thing and it's like another app. Right. No, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. It is. So. No, but what I love about Chrome is that when, you know, you, you've got access to all of your Google stuff. Like I always go to my email, my calendar. I have this stuff open like at Calendly. all times. So, yeah. well, Calendly. Yes. I mean, if yeah. you guys want to make an appointment with me, get on my Calendly, please. Right. Yeah. Make all an appointment. Right. That, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Love is going to get bought out by Lindsay's Cavaliers. And there's already the immediate rumors that Kevin Love would come to the Lakers. I don't necessarily see a natural fit for Kevin Love with the Lakers, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, let's think about it like this. Um, do they need Kevin Love? Like, does he make them no. significantly better? No, and they don't have the, I don't think they, because here's the thing. Like, they've got enough guys that can play the four on this team, like a small ball four, like Troy Brown and Rui. Um, yes, Kevin shoots the ball better than them, but they're way younger and more athletic than him. 
Kevin is not a good defender. Kevin needs to go to it. And the Lakers defense is fine, but it's not like elite in my opinion right now, especially with a bunch of new guys. Um, so I think that he, Kevin Love needs to go to a team that is desperate for a power forward and they can hide him on defense. And the only, the only other team is Miami. That's the team that's rumored with the Lakers. And I, I just think if I, Kevin Love has a better chance of, pl- it, it depends on what he wants. If he wants to play, um, then he goes, he goes to Miami, you know, uh, because I, I don't know if there's a guaranteed position for him here. And I actually think he makes the Lakers worse potentially when he's on the floor well, with this let, roster. Okay, but let me say this. You ready? Kevin Love hasn't played for Cleveland in how many games, Lindsay? How many games has oh, he been out? Oh, he's been coaches DMP or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they benched yeah. him for like the past three weeks. Okay. And, and okay. they even said, like Colby Oltman said when he first benched him, like, well, there may be some opportunities for Kevin to play down the road, but what we really want from him is to work on his shooting. And basically it's like, no, like, he's not playing anymore. No, because he's older by now. Yeah, he's thirty-five. Uh, he's he's missed a whole bunch of time because they're like we don't we don't really get much value from him anymore. Right, he's had some sort of an injury. I think it was his thumb that's you know on his yeah. shooting hand, so he's not yeah. been shooting the ball particularly well compared to it the rest of his career. Here's what I would say to you, George: the natural reason why people bring up the Lakers, oh, the LeBron. obvious connection yeah. to LeBron. Yeah. Right. The connection to UCLA. But him so, and LeBron uh, like did not get along when they right. played together. They, they got along at the, at the end when it was oh, like just, when Kyrie was gone because he had no choice. They coexisted. Right? Like, I feel yeah. like right, right, right. But they're fine. They're good. Like I don't think they're bad. Like they were bad at the beginning. I think everyone knew that. Um, but but I I don't see Kevin Love as a guy who comes to the Lakers because the Lakers. Them. No, no. But no. but here's but let me explain why though. Besides the obvious that he doesn't help them. The only reason I could see the Lakers having any interest in Kevin Love at all is because LeBron says to them, hey, look, he's not going to play. Okay, we, He's not going to make us better, and he'll never make it onto the floor. But he's a Jared Dudley kind of guy in the locker room and on the bench. Yeah, but I don't he, think Kevin wants that. I think Kevin wants to play. Oh, if Kevin Love still wants to play, yeah. then yeah, bro, this is not the place for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kevin Love wants to play. and Why? my Because, again... He can't. The Lakers can't hide him as well on defense. Miami is a top five defense, so they they need a guy who can just stretch the floor and hit a few shots for them, and they their team looks drastically different. So that's where he balances. I mean, if he could stay healthy, because I don't know if he can do that either. But that's the thing. If you bring him to the Lakers, the expectations are are bigger, and they shouldn't be because it's expectations mostly based off people basing it off the name and not what the player is today. Oh gosh, my my expectation was that if if they brought if they brought Kevin Love to the Lakers, it ain't because he's going to play, it ain't cuz he's going to be able to shoot, it's not cuz he's going to contribute in any way on the floor. My thought was Kevin Love is Jared Dudley to this Laker team this year if he wanted to come home. And when I say come home, isn't he originally from like Oregon? I don't Oh, Oregon? He played at UCLA. Yeah, but I'm saying, I, I don't think Kevin Love does anything to help the Lakers other than potentially be that Dudley-esque character. He'll never play on this team. And by the way, it's not because they're so great. Just, I don't really see him at this point of his career between injuries and lack of play. And he's not coming yeah, he here to do anything. He can't, he do, they have better options than him, even though may not, maybe not more reliable options from a shooting perspective at that position. That would be the only reason to bring him in is if you need shooting, but I think he, again, he would, I, I think Kevin Love wants to play. So, and and I, I don't think, 
you can do that with Rui and Troy Brown and all the guys that they have that are younger and more athletic. I, wouldn't I don't do know it. why he wants to play. I mean, I'd rather be a guy in his position where I'm 35 years old. I well, because that guy was a baller, bump. dude. He, he was. was oh, but what, not even that far, though. Last year, he was like a six-man-of-the-year candidate, like oh. legitimately. Dude, I'd rather be a backup quarterback at this point in my career and just collect the checks. No, nah, no, when you're collect that, the dumb. No. Not when you're that talented. That that guy's talent. I mean, his injuries have obviously been a disaster, as Lindsey could tell you. But that guy's super talented, man. Like uh, he has if, been. If super he can talented, give you anything, yeah. even if it's twenty minutes, if he can get, I would I would take his twenty minutes on a team that is like a top defensive team. You know, like I'm actually kind of surprised the Cavs didn't play, let him play a little more because their defense is incredible. He he started off the season really really well. Like he he like yeah. started off super hot. Didn't you have him on your fantasy team? I did. I dropped him a long time ago. Yeah, because yeah, he, he had a good like first month. Yeah, but so that's gonna, the thing. So they're they're going to buy him out. Is that right? And he's mm-hmm. he's trying to negotiate a buyout right now. Yeah, yeah. And and that just one other thing here. Just speaking of these kinds of things, you know, buyouts and stuff. So I was seeing earlier today that Kevin Durant's going to play for the Suns tonight. You, you're catching this story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, since Russell Westbrook left the Lakers, I'm literally have not heard anything other than like a rumor. That you know, the Paul George has been talking about him, mm-hmm. but but what is the deal? Like, is he is he supposed to just get bought out, or if he's not bought out, are they expecting him to yeah. get into uniform? Anything? Uh, yeah, I think that it's going to be the Clippers or the Bulls, if I had to guess. So he'll he'll get bought out. Yeah, the I, Danny Ainge in Utah has said that he he would. Yeah, he, if Russ wants to be. Uh, on the team, they're more than happy to welcome him in, but that they can't guarantee him any minutes, um, which is already like the nicest way of saying like we're not going to play you. <laughs> and so, yeah, my guess is, and and Danny Ainge said, but if he wants to play elsewhere, we'll we'll do what we can to facilitate that. That is a nice way of saying it. Hey, we're gonna we might have a hard time, you know, finding minutes for the guy. And that, that's a very nice way of saying we don't want you, and you can't help us. And you're not going to play for us, so we don't have a hard time. Yeah, well, we they want to play young guys, so I get that. Um, and they're that's not where they're at. So, yeah, I think it's again, Danny Ainge is really good at this, <laughs> including the words. So, yeah, but yeah, Kevin Durant had his press conference today in Phoenix. I don't think he's playing today, though. I, I, oh, I thought that's what I had no, seen no, no, earlier no, no, today no. on ESPN. No, he's not playing today. Yeah, no? he's not going to be reevaluated after the the All Star break. I thought. All right, all right. I yeah. saw some kind of practice video of him today, and I could have sworn I saw. No, he could be taking up shots graphic. for sure. I don't think there's any question about that. But no, I don't. I, I'd be stunned if he played today. I I hadn't seen that. But um, so yeah, look with the Lakers, I don't think Kevin loves a fit. But anyway. Where are the Lakers on the tiers, Cappy? You want to hear where the tiers are real quick? The Sedano tiers. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. T-I-E-R-S. Not tears as in I'm crying, but just so people know. Laura, do we have like music? I should have probably given you a heads up on this. A little, what kind of music Just basketball. Any, any basketball music is fine. It doesn't matter. The first thing you find is... You want... No, it doesn't matter. It could be the ESPN one. It could be Cappy doing this. Yeah. We do need to make like some kind of like a remix, remake... With Cappy mixing him into some. Oh movies. yeah, that you know what Christopher and Mario should do that. It's Cappy doing the the John Tesh that thing. Yeah, right. and then weaving it into the actual song occasionally would be funny. Yes, I agree with that. Okay, by the way, Clippers Suns tonight, and uh, Kevin Durant is listed as out. Yeah, so there you go. There you have it. I would. I I felt like my phone would have blasted that out like. <laughs> so I was yeah, like, wait a second. I, I thought I saw a lower third graphic on ESPN earlier, like Kevin Durant expected to play tonight, but 
clearly I only like saw it out of the corner of my eye and my vision isn't as good as it used to be. So Yeah, get some glasses. Clippers and Suns tonight at 7. That, now, now you see, George, that's yeah. the kind of game yeah. that I might actually watch that's not a Laker game. Okay, look at that. that How about see, that? This is, what I, this is what I'd like to see. So like, you should see watch it, Cappy. Do some little, you know, like, consider I love research. it. I love it. I think because the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, I love that kid. Kid's so good. So good, that kid. Um, and then, you know, look, I know nobody around here except for, like, maybe, you know, a, a small percentage of the audience loves the Clippers. But they're kind of interesting. I got to be honest with you. You know that me All and right. Beto now have a date. We're going on a mandate to a Clipper game. I know. D- dude, they're good. Like, I know everyone's like, Aah! screaming at their radio. They're good. Deal with it, okay? What was that? <laughs> They've been good for a while. Yeah. Well, All it right, sounded so like the, the, the Anthony Davis. Bah! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, The no- and, and the noise. Yeah, the noises that Anthony Davis makes. All right, let me hear the Sedano tiers of playoff teams. All right, where do you want to start? You want to go from top to bottom or bottom to the top? Are we talking about all teams combined or are we talking about a conference here? No, all of them. All right, then give me top to bottom. Give me top to bottom. All right, title favorites. You ready? Okay, I'm listening. Three of them. Mm -hmm. Milwaukee, clearly with Giannis and Chris Middleton being healthy. Boston, obviously, defending Eastern Conference champs. And now Phoenix, when Kevin Durant comes back. Because if there's one player in 2023, the year of the Lord, that I'm less worried about fitting in anywhere on a basketball team, on a basketball court, anywhere in America or in the world, as a matter of fact, perhaps even on other planets, it would be Kevin Durant. He is going to fit so well because that's what he does. He's freaking Kevin Durant. Okay? So those are my three title contenders. So title contenders. Title uh, favorites. Pardon me. Two from the East, one from the West. Okay. Yes. Those are my favorites. Next, I've got contenders. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, this one is out of respect. Okay? You have to respect the Golden State Warriors. Now, I have seen them up close several times now. I am a little worried. But out of respect, because Steph is not playing, and I I think that Gary Payton II, if he can play, it's a wild scenario with that trade and the injury. I think that they can certainly be there. All right. Then I, I got think, Denver. By the way, that's totally fair. I mean, if if Steph, if and when Steph comes back, they they're they are totally a contender with Steph Curry. Without him, I don't think yeah. they are. But with right. him, of course they are. All right. So I, that's one contender. I have four more contenders. All then right, I have a ahead. dangerous category, and then a need a break category. So right. here's what we got so far: Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix favorites. Contender number one out of five, Golden State. On mm-hmm. the other side, we'll continue this conversation because I'd love your breakdown on it. And and Mike Trout said the thing at Angels Camp. The thing, okay? So make sure you listen up for that next as well. We're back in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, guys, Microsoft announced some heartbreaking news for Internet Explorer users on Uh-oh. Valentine's Day. Internet Explorer is no more. Uh-uh. Yeah, they have a new one. What is it called? It is called Microsoft Edge. They permanently, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they permanently disabled the desktop version of Internet Explorer on Windows and updated the new browser, Microsoft Edge. So if you're one of those IE users and you're used to that little icon, like it's gone, it's done, you can't use it anymore. It was originally launched by Microsoft in 1995 as one of the first and most popular browsers on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft Edge, of course, is the newer browser, like we just said. And it was released as Explorer's replacement back in 2015, but coexisted on devices with its predecessor until this week. So goodbye to IE forever. Let me ask Cappy. everybody a question. What what browsers do you guys all use? I on use your Chrome because a lot of my stuff is Google. So. I yeah. use I use Firefox because it has way better privacy. I also okay. use Brave for certain things. The only thing I use, and I'm I use Apple computers. The only thing I use is Google, and um, Chrome. And even when you have an Apple machine and it comes standard with Safari, I never use Safari. I no, never no. use Safari. I never yeah. use Safari. That's the worst. And what and what are these two that you use? Baseball? Um, I use Well, Firefox. Firefox. Mozilla. Yeah. yeah. I don't use that. I don't even know what it is. Well, it yeah. just has way better privacy with as far as I like used to have it. Getting yeah. your information skimmed and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just I just like it better and it has better privacy features. And yeah. then the other one is Brave. Like certain things where, you know, well, I do a lot of online shopping and I swear I used to get my credit card information stolen once a month. I would have to like get a new card. And ever since I switched to using like the, it's like a private incognito browser whatever and it doesn't save any of your your stuff, I've had that happen a lot less frequently. Never heard of Brave. Now you have. Yeah. And no one is half the battle. I'm so simple. I'm such a simple guy, you know? Yeah, no Google one is half Chrome. the battle, Cappy. I mean, I'm probably excessive, to be honest, in this case. But you know what? If it makes me feel better, let me live. L- Laura, what kind of browser are you using? Um, I'm Google Chrome. I do use Safari, um, but I don't really care. I mean, I, I haven't used Safari in forever. I don't know. I'm trying to find Safari on the bottom of my screen. Oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah it's there. there. It is. It's, it's there. It's the little hourglass or yeah. the compass. I'm sorry. You oh, know yeah. why? Ugly. Just because you have to download the Chrome thing and it's like another app. Right. No, it's a pain in the yeah. ass. Yeah. It is. So. No, but what I love about Chrome is that when you know, you, you've got access to all of your Google stuff. Like I always go to my email, my calendar. I have this stuff open like at Calendly. all times. So, well, Calendly. Yes. I mean, if yeah. you guys want to make an appointment with me, get on my Calendly, please. Right. Yeah. Make all an appointment. Right. That, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Love is going to get bought out by Lindsay's Cavaliers. And there's already the immediate rumors that Kevin Love would come to the Lakers. I don't necessarily see a natural fit for Kevin Love with the Lakers, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, let's think about it like this. Um, do they need Kevin Love? Like, does he make them no. significantly better? No, and they don't have the – I don't think they – because here's the thing. Like, they've got enough guys that can play the four on this team, like a small ball four, like Troy Brown and Rui. Um, Yes, Kevin shoots the ball better than them, but they're way younger and more athletic than him. Kevin is not a good defender. Kevin needs to go to it, and the Lakers' defense is fine, but it's not, like, elite, in my opinion, right now, especially with a bunch of new guys. Um, So I think that he, Kevin Love needs to go to a team that is desperate for a power forward and 
they can hide him on defense. And the only the only other team is Miami. That's the team that's rumored with the Lakers. And I, I just think if I... Kevin Love has a better chance of... Pl- it, it depends on what he wants. If he wants to play, um, then he goes he goes to Miami, you know? Uh, because I, I don't know if there's a guaranteed position for him here. And I actually think he makes the Lakers worse, potentially, when he's on the floor well, with let, this roster. Okay, but let me say this. You ready? Kevin Love hasn't played for Cleveland in how many games, Lindsay? How many games has oh, he been Oh, he's out? been Nine, coaches 12. DMP or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they, be- they benched him for, like, the past three weeks. Oh, and and okay. they even said, like Colby Oltman said when he first benched him, like, well, there may be some opportunities for Kevin to play down the road, but what we really want from him is to work on his shooting. And basically it's like, no, like he's not playing anymore. No, because he's older by now. Yeah, he's thirty-five. Um, he's he's missed a whole bunch of time because they're like we don't we don't really get much value from him anymore. Right. He's had some sort of an injury. I think it was his thumb that's you know on his yeah. shooting hand. So he's not yeah. been shooting the ball particularly well compared to it the rest of his career. Here's what I would say to you, George: the natural reason why people bring up the Lakers, oh, the LeBron. obvious connection yeah. to LeBron, yeah. right. the connection to UCLA. But him so, and LeBron like, did not get along when they right. played together. They, they got along at the, at the end when it was oh, like ju- when Kyrie was gone because he had no choice. They coexisted, right? like, I feel yeah. like. Right, right, right. But they're fine. They're good. Like I don't think they're bad. Like They were bad at the beginning. I think everyone knew that. Um, but but I, I don't see Kevin Love as a guy who comes to the Lakers because the Lakers, them. no, no, but no. but here's but let me explain why though. Besides the obvious that he doesn't help them, the only reason I could see the Lakers having any interest in Kevin Love at all is because LeBron says to them, "Hey, look, he's not going to play. Okay, we he's not going to make us better, and he'll never make it onto the floor. But he's a Jared Dudley kind of guy in the locker room and on the bench." Yeah, but he, I don't think Kevin wants that. I think Kevin wants to play. Oh, if Kevin Love still wants to play, yeah, then yeah, bro, this is not the place for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kevin Love wants to play, and why? My and and because again, he can't. The Lakers can't hide him as well on defense. Miami is a top five defense, so they they need a guy who can just stretch the floor and hit a few shots for them, and they their team looks drastically different. So that's where he balances. I mean, if he could stay healthy, because I don't know if he can do that either. But that's the thing. If you bring him to the Lakers, the expectations are are bigger, and they shouldn't be because it's expectations mostly based off people basing it off the name and not what the player is today. Oh gosh. My, my expectation was that if, if they brought, if they brought Kevin love to the Lakers, it ain't because he's going to play. It ain't because he's going to be able to shoot. It's not because he's going to contribute in any way on the floor. My thought was Kevin love is Jared Dudley to this Laker team this year. If he wanted to come home and I say, come home. Isn't he originally from like, Oregon? I don't know. Oh, Oregon? He played at UCLA. Yeah, but I'm saying I, I don't think Kevin Love does anything to help the Lakers other than potentially be that Dudley-esque character. He'll never play on this team. And by the way, it's not because they're so great. It's just I don't really see him at this point of his career between injuries and lack of play. And he's not coming yeah, he here doesn't, to do anything. He can't, he do, they have better options than him, even though may not, maybe not more reliable options from a shooting perspective at that position. That would be the only reason to bring him in. Is if you need shooting, but I think he again he would I I think Kevin Love wants to play, so and and I I don't think you can do that with Rui and Troy Brown and all the guys that they have that are younger and more athletic. I would. I don't know why he wants to play. I mean, I'd rather be a guy in his position where I'm 35 years old. I well, got a because bit that a guy was a bum baller, bum. dude. He, he was. was oh, but, but not even that far, though. Last year, he was like a six-man-of-the-year candidate, like oh. legitimately. Dude, I'd rather be a backup quarterback at this point in my career and just collect the checks. Nah, Lay low, now when you're collect that, the dough. Nah. 
Not when you're that talented. That that guy's talent. I mean, his injuries have obviously been a disaster, as Lindsay could tell you. But that guy's super talented, man. Like uh, he has if, been. If super he can talented, give you anything, yeah. even if it's twenty minutes, if he can get, I would I would take his twenty minutes on a team that is like a top defensive team. You know, like I'm actually kind of surprised the Cavs didn't play, let him play a little more because their defense is incredible. He he started off the season really really well. Like he he like yeah. started off super hot. Didn't you have him on your fantasy team? I did. I dropped him a long time ago. Yeah, because yeah, he, he had a good like first month. Yeah, but so that's gonna, the thing. So they're they're going to buy him out. Is that right? And he's mm-hmm. he's trying to negotiate a buyout right now. Yeah, yeah. And and that just one other thing here. Just speaking of these kinds of things, you know, buyouts and stuff. So I was seeing earlier today that Kevin Durant's going to play for the Suns tonight. You're catching this story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, since Russell Westbrook left the Lakers, I literally have not heard anything other than like a rumor that you know Paul George has been talking about him. Mm-hmm. But but what is the deal? Like, is he is he supposed to just get bought out, or if he's not bought out, are they expecting him to yeah. get into uniform? Anything? Uh, yeah, I think that it's going to be the Clippers or the Bulls, if I had to guess. So he'll he'll get bought out. Yeah, the I, Danny Ainge in Utah has said that he he would. Yeah, he, if Russ wants to be uh, on the team, they're more than happy to welcome him in, but that they can't guarantee him any minutes. Um, which is already like the nicest way of saying like we're not going to play you. <laughs> and so yeah, my guess is, and and Danny Ainge said, but if he wants to play elsewhere, we'll we'll do what we can to facilitate that. That is a nice way of saying it. Hey, we're gonna. We might have a hard time, you know, finding minutes for the guy. That, that's a very nice way of saying we don't want you, and you can't help us, and you're not gonna play for us. So we don't have a hard time. Yeah, finding well, some we minutes. they want to play young guys, so I get that. Um, and they're that's not where they're at. So, yeah, I think it's again, Danny Ainge is really good at this, <laughs> including the words. So yeah, but yeah, Kevin Durant had his press conference today in Phoenix. I don't think he's playing today, though. I, I, oh, I thought that's what I had no, seen no, no, earlier no, no. today on ESPN. No, he's not playing today. Yeah, no? he's not going to be reevaluated after the the All Star break. I thought. All right, all right. I yeah. saw some kind of practice video of him today, and I could have sworn I saw. No, he could be taking up shots graphic. for sure. I don't think there's any question about that. But no, I don't. I, I'd be stunned if he played today. I I hadn't seen that. But um, so yeah, look with the Lakers, I don't think Kevin loves a fit. But anyway. Where are the Lakers on the tiers, Cappy? You want to hear where the tiers are real quick? The Sedano tiers. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. T-I-E-R-S. Not tears as in I'm crying, but just so people know. Laura, do we have like music? I should have probably given you a heads up on this. A little, kind of music. Just basketball. Any, any basketball music is fine. It doesn't matter. The first thing you find is... You want... It, do, 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 no, it doesn't matter. It could be the ESPN one. It could be Cappy doing this. Yeah. We do need to make like some kind of like a remix, remake... With Cappy mixing him into some. Oh yeah, that you know what Christopher and Mario should do that. It's Cappy doing the, the John Tesh that thing. Yeah, right. And then weaving it into the actual song occasionally would be funny. Yes, I agree with that. Okay. By the way, Clippers Suns tonight, and uh, Kevin Durant is listed as out. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. I would have. I I felt like my phone would have blasted that out. Like, <laughs> so I was yeah, like, wait a second. I thought I saw a lower third graphic on ESPN earlier, like Kevin Durant expected to play tonight. But clearly, I only like saw it out of the corner of my eye, and my vision isn't as good as it used to be. So yeah, get some glasses. Clippers and Suns tonight at seven. That now, now you see, George, that's yeah. the kind of game. Yeah. That I might actually watch. That's not a Laker game. Okay, look at that. That how about see, that? This is what I, this is what I'd like to see. So like, you should watch you. it, Cappy. Do some little, you know, like. I love research. it. I love it. I think because the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, 
I love that kid. Kid's so good. So good, that kid. Um, and then, you know, look, I know nobody around here except for like maybe, you know, a, a small percentage of the audience loves the Clippers. But they're kind of interesting. I got to be honest with you. You know that me All and Beto right. now have a date. We're going on a mandate to a Clipper game. I know. D- dude, they're good. Like, I know everyone's like, Aah! screaming at their radio. They're good. Deal with it. Okay. What was I, that? They've been good for a while. Yeah. Well, it right, sounded so like the, the, the Anthony Davis. Bah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The no- and, and the noise. Yeah. The noises that Anthony Davis makes. All right. Let me Catholic. hear the Sedano tiers of playoff teams. All right. Where do you want to start? You want to go from top to bottom or bottom to the top? Are we talking about all teams combined, or are we talking about a conference here? No, all of them. All right, then NBA. give me top to bottom. Give me top to bottom. All right, title favorites. You ready? Okay, I'm listening. Three of them. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, clearly, with Giannis and Chris Middleton being healthy. Boston, obviously, defending Eastern Conference champs. And now Phoenix, when Kevin Durant comes back. Because if there's one player in 2023, the year of the Lord, that I'm less worried about fitting in anywhere... On a basketball team, on a basketball court, anywhere in America or in the world, as a matter of fact, perhaps even on other planets, it would be Kevin Durant. He is going to fit so well because that's what he does. He's freaking Kevin Durant. Okay? So those are my three title contenders. So title contenders. Title uh, favorites. Pardon me. Two from the East, one from the West. Okay. Yes. Those are my favorites. Next, I've got contenders. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, this one is out of respect. Okay? You have to respect the Golden State Warriors. Now, I have seen them up close several times now. I am a little worried, but out of respect because Steph is not playing, and I I think that Gary Payton II, if he can play, it's a wild scenario with that trade and the injury, I think that they can certainly be there. All right? Then I I got Denver. By the way, that's totally fair. I mean, if if Steph, if and when Steph comes back, they, they are totally a contender. With Steph Curry. Without him, I don't think yeah. they are. But with right. him, of course they are. All right. So I, that's one contender. I have four more contenders. All then right, I have a ahead. dangerous category and then a need-a-break category. So right. here's what we got so far. Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix favorites. Contender number one out of five, Golden State. On mm-hmm. the other side, we'll continue this conversation because I'd love your breakdown on it. And, and Mike Trout said the thing at Angels Camp. The thing. Okay, so make sure you listen up for that next as well. We're back in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. By the way, real quick, Lindsay and Laura, you guys are too young for this. I was barely old enough to know that L.A. Law was like a really great, like, hit um, dramedy is what I would call it. A dramedy. 
on on network television? Would that be a, a fair way to describe it, Cappy? Cappy I think I would take that. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. Incredible cast when you think about it. All right. Law and order. Yeah, yeah definitely with you. Law and order? What do you what, mean law and order? L.A. Law. law. LA law no, I know law and order, I mean, girl. Geez. I don't watch any of those law shows. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I don't law and order. SVU is I don't either. I think SVU is super depressing, to be honest. Um, would you put that in your I title favorites SVU. of tiers of TV shows? Law and order? It's been on for like 20 years. It has to be in the, t- in the, con- like the title favorites. I was thinking L.A. law. L.A. law in my personal one, for sure. But, you know, it didn't have the longevity of law and order and all the different spinoffs. Hmm. Team SVU. I mean, you could. I bet you, if you went on your remote right now and you said "Law, Law and Order," hold it on. would pop up yes, on like thirty-seven channels. Stand by, hold on. <laughs> Law and Order. Oh, jeez. Uh, let's see what pops up here. Oh, look at this. Law and Order. Uh, got Law and Order special special victims unit. SVU. Yeah, SVU. Yeah. yeah got uh, Law and Order Love organized it. crime. Yeah. See? yeah. Okay. Uh, what yeah. else do I got? Oh, I Just got regular old Law and Order too. Just, I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. Regular Law and Order. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold, hold, hold the on. Hold the fries on that side, on the, on the, on the regular old law. Stabler's back. That's the organized crime one, though. There you go. Milwaukee Bucks. Isn't there like 50 law and orders? <laughs> You're going back to the Milwaukee Bucks? That's right. I'm going back to Milwaukee, okay. Chicago right now. Kevin, See what happened right. with Giannis. Why do you yeah. have to lower your voice for it to like, do you think that that's how it works? <laughs> no, it's just like that register I, a certain when, key? When, when we first started, when <laughs> I first got into this relationship with my remote control, yeah. I would try and do it off mic, but you guys would always hear me, so i go, ESPN. And now now it's just become my thing, you know? I feel like you purposely do it in a low voice, but really close to your mic. CNN. No. Yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry. No worries. Back to Spectrum Radio Tinder, Sports. or to begin with Radio Tinder. Yeah. So, guys, Ryan Seacrest announced today that he is leaving the syndicated morning talk show live with Kelly I and Ryan that. after six seasons. It was quite a shock. Crazy. Nobody really saw it coming, but apparently... Seacrest said that he and Kelly have been, you know, discussing this for a couple of months yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because sure he, he lives in New York. Could he you did, imagine he, if he sprung it right there? Right. I don't think it would By go the as way, nice. Guys. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do to you, Cappy. I'm just going to walk in and be like, I'm out, biatch. Okay, but wait a second. What if I do it to you first? Oh, we'll just keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it to you. I'm out of here, biatch. <laughs> Peace. What I'm going to do. I'm going to be like John Crock. I'm going to have a single, get the first base, walk John into the Kruk. clubhouse, and gone. He's a, he I love a, it. He's um, great. So but anyway, he, well, let me let me finish. Right, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Ryan Seacrest, so he left. He's he's out, but he's going to you know finish his finish out the next month or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And he said you know he wants to move. He doesn't like to yeah. commute. New York, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, man. Blah. He's going from LA to New York all the time. I get it. Well, guess what? They also announced her new co-host. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Can we get a hint? Mark Consuelos. Her husband. Isn't that her husband? Nuh-uh, no yes. way. Yes. So two-part yeah. question here. A, will this husband-wife co-host pairing work? And B, could you ever work with your significant other? I could. I could work with my significant other. She's actually very, she'd be very talented on the air. Um, she Because she was worked in radio before. But the, I don't know. When was the last time a Hollywood TV married couple worked? Was it, you have to go back to like Lucy and Desi? Sonny and Cher. Right? Sonny and Cher? That's what like, I think. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I, I it, But yeah. wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait a second. Didn't um, Kathy Lee Gifford and Frank Gifford, and did Frank? they ever do a morning show together? Does that know. sound Maybe. familiar to anybody? Yeah. I feel like I if, we, if, we, if we have to think that hard about it, it probably... I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Can I just say, like, 
I love that Sinan was like, I could totally work with my wife. And that's cute. For me, even like, I just wanted to intervene because I'm like, no matter how much I would love my partner, there's like, I need space, bruh. And if we're going to be living together, then working together and everything's together, it's like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. But if it was just like, I mean, I don't know. I I get my own separate time. Like, we do good at like, just like, I go for a hike for a while. Right, but now you got to work with them. So it's like, now it's embedded in, you know, in media, there's so many behind the scenes stuff that people don't get to. Well, I worked at the same TV station as my wife for a while. Yeah, but you're not co-hosting. Yeah, that's different. Like in this situation. We didn't work on the same show. Yeah, that's that's different. Like like they're doing a show together where like the whole point of it is like their chemistry. No, no, that's hard. Yeah, that's why I ask. I think Um, this could work out really, really well because I'm thinking about all these old uh, co-hosts that she had because first it was Regis and Kathy Lee, right? And then Kelly took Mm -hmm. over for Kathy Lee and she had Regis and then Regis was old and he's subsequently died. R.I.P. Reg. And then she had Michael Strahan for a little while too, right? Yeah, he was good. I thought he was good. He but was good. Yeah, he was yeah, just yeah, like was I don't know. He was like off. So, Cappy, are you things. disappointed because you wanted to crack? Because they used to do tryouts. Remember after Michael, they did like open tryouts. Did you want an open tryout? Is that what it was? No, nah, I don't think that's really my style. I don't think I. I don't think uh, Kelly and I would work so well together. But I do think that she and her husband. I think it's actually a good idea because it's now, a novelty right now. Well, that, I just think that, you know, part of what that show, and by the way, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's personal. It's it's Very, it's a relationship yeah. right. between the host and the audience, and she talks about her husband all the time, so bring him into the show. And he's in the media, and I say media, I mean, he's an actor, isn't he? I yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's he kind is, of he in is. that space. I but, I actually give this a very good shot of working. So I I was just like googling, you know, like just generally speaking, couples who work together, and you've mm-hmm. got like you know, like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, they did a movie together, and like mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, they did this, um, you know, that that '70s show reboot recently together, mm-hmm. and they they did say that it was really weird oh. working together since they've been married. Um, so you've had like that kind of stuff, but in this situation, like you said, Cappy, it's a very like intimate, personal show where like the whole point of the show and the whole success of the show revolves around how well they get along together and the chemistry they have. But I feel like that's gonna like put some years and mileage on their marriage, isn't it? Because it's like all that time that you spend together at home, you don't go to work and just say like get away and then and then come good home. Point. You know, that's what I was saying. I'm like, that's no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Both of you said that's what I'm saying. It is a good point. I'm going the opposite just direction. Saying. I give this a really good shot to work. You also divorced, bro. That's true. <laughs> I am divorced, but but yeah. I don't. Not no, trying to throw shade, Cappy. Not throw, no no shade, know. but Ain't I mean, nothing like, wrong with it. But, right, but I didn't true. work with my ex wife. Well, well, Cappy, would you? Do you think you could ever like co-host a show with Rachel? Nah, no, no, no. Girl, did you no. see how the newlyweds went? No, no, no. no. That's no. why I asked. I didn't know if no. maybe you know maybe they could try and polish it up a little bit. And no, I don't think no. so. No, I don't think so. I think she would. Yeah, she no, would be too I, I dominating that, for me. I, I, honestly, like I think like if I did something with my wife, it would be a podcast. Like that. Oh, we could that's, just oh do, yeah, like, that, that's cute. That I could see that. I actually know a couple that does that. That's because that's it's a finite amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Well, so is this. And you don't I mean, have to do it every day. How long is show? What is this show that they're doing? Is I mean, it an it's hour a, every what, day? An, an hour every day, every weekend. Yeah, but, do, I mean, dude, for those morning shows, you're getting there at four in the morning. Right, and there's a lot of pressure for ratings and stuff. Like, that's a big yeah. deal. That's a big show. 
Right. There's a that's a lot different than just like, hey, the I want to start up a right. podcast. With it's my so wife. funny. <laughs> it's so funny that it's such a big show that like, come on, serious question. I mean, when for was people the last like time? My mom's age, like my yeah. mom, that that's a big deal to her. And there's a lot yeah. of people yeah, in that demo. Love, there are I mean, people who love that show, man. I never watch it. I mean, and it's listen. Oh, but because again, but it, but kid, you're using your sensibilities. There's a yeah, lot of people that watch that. I'm sure there must be, but I mean, listen. There's also a lot of people that watch late you night talk shows. Pretty dismissive. Why are you dismissing Kelly and her franchise? I just guess I don't have any exposure to it, you know? I feel like she's probably the most popular like talk show host on, on TV right now. Well, she's, she's been at it for a really long time. Yeah. Daytime? She might be. Yeah. To them in like The View? Now, now that Ellen's off the air, I feel like Kelly Ripa is probably like the, the yeah, longest her and, running. And, and, and the people on The View. But The right? View is and always that's changing. I was going to yeah. say, The View changes a lot. Yeah. What was yeah. Kelly Ripa before she got onto that show? Was she... In like news before or before she was with Regis, you're saying? Yeah, what I think was she? She was like you know? a news anchor somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah, that sounds about right. Maybe I mean at least it sounds right. I mean, if you follow acted. her, if you follow her on any social media, it's always her, him, the family. Yeah, but that and, stuff is like that. That 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 stuff is like what's the word? Supplemental to like. When she talks about him on the show, I feel like it's a completely different show because half of it is like, oh, look, listen to this crazy story about me and my husband and those crazy kiddos. It's totally different when you're so, like redoing it live on it the work, air. You know? I think it works Ke- out. I think it will work out Ke- really well. Yeah. That's Kelly my prediction. Ripa, by, by the way, um, yeah, it probably does. Who knows? Um, but really well for at a cost, I think, is what we could all agree on. Right. Because Laura and Lindsay are on the same side that it can yeah. hurt the relationship. But that stuff will come at a cost. Right. Like. It does take a toll. It's only natural that it would take a toll. But anyway, Kelly Ripa, before live, mm-hmm. worked on a couple of shows, Dancing on Air, Dance Party USA. Do you remember that? No, I USA mean, I remember Channel? the show. I don't remember her on. I remember Jimmy Jam. She was Jam. the host, and she was also on All My Children. Oh, she's an actress. Maybe why she met her husband. Yeah, that's also like I, I, I remember. I remember he was like an actress I because that's how that. she met her her boo. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch that show, but my sister did, and I feel like I remember seeing her on there because she was like yeah. the young girl. Yeah, she right, by the way next? is like four feet ten, right? Isn't yeah, she like she's tiny, very, little, cute. short, and skinny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, All right, what's moving next? On. Moving on from Kelly and uh, her husband, um, and Mark, and Mark. Got to get his name right. Consuelo. Right. So this one, sim- relationship question number two. I should have done these on Valentine's Day. Yeah. This one comes from the Am I the A-Hole Reddit forum, big favorite of mine. A woman shared a story about a dating life deal breaker. She said her and her boyfriend, who she met on a dating app, had been dating for about six months and they were very happy together. When the holidays came around, they began making plans for how to spend them together with their families. Things got tricky when the subject of church came up. Because one of them is Jewish and one is Greek Orthodox. And mm-hmm. they came to the conclusion that one of them would eventually have to convert religions if they ever got married. So after a lot of thinking, the woman ended the relationship despite how happy they were over religion. She realizes now how hard it is to find a partner these days. And now she has a sense of regret and is wondering, is she the a-hole? So what do you guys think? Swipe left or swipe right? Um, I, look, here's what I would say. Okay, I, I I am not the most religious person in the world, so I I don't and I don't so I'm not coming at this with any disrespect by any stretch of the imagination. I grew up Catholic. I'm not really religious. Um, moving like a, anymore. Um, and it's not but anything other than it's not like I don't believe in God or anything like that. Or um, I, I would say that I I just think that your own personal happiness should be the first thing not religion is what i would say in that scenario like whatever makes you the happiest go do that figure out all the other stuff later like that stuff is is inconsequential if it's not going to allow you to be the happiest you can be 
Did they say uh, the man versus the woman? Which one was Jewish and which one was Greek Orthodox? Um, let, why don't you answer the question first and then I'll tell you after. How about that? Well, the reason I ask is because here's why. Because growing up Jewish, I can tell you right now, like I was my entire life, my grandmother, even when I was in high school, she'd be like, Tatala, you don't date a shiksa. That's what she would say to me. I was like, Grandma, I'm 16. Okay, I'm not getting married tomorrow. All right. She, but my grandmother, literally my entire life, would try and tell me that as a Jewish man, I needed to marry a Jewish woman. So I'm just curious because I think that Greek Orthodox folks are probably as passionate as I yes. know my grandmother was. So I'm wondering which one was which. The girl was the Jewish one and the okay. guy was the Greek. And, and I actually, one of my best friends is Greek Orthodox or she's Ser- Serbian Orthodox, which is the same thing. And her family's the same way. Like, the guy that she's been dating for, like, two years is not. And she's like, we'll probably never get married because of that. Yeah. I mean, I can yeah, tell I, you. I, I, again, just let your happiness, dude. That's crazy. I know, but you say that, George, and that's great. But, you know, when you're your whole life, you're sort of brainwashed that well, way. I, I get I get that. But what I'm saying is, as you grow older, you should be if you should evolve into what you think is best for you. Not it's not a one size fit all world. You know what I mean? So well, and, and I get but I get your point. But it like basically if. If grandma was still around and you would have married someone that wasn't uh, Jewish, she would have gotten over it eventually. Okay. Yes, she would have gotten over it. But um, again, I was completely brainwashed my entire life. This is what I'm supposed to do. I need to perpetuate Judaism by having Jewish kids. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. That's what I I did. You know, and then I got divorced and now I'm doing what my grandmother told me not to do. Right. And you're much happier. Oh, much. (laughs) Exactly. Much happier. There you go. All right. That is... uh, Radio Tinder, each and every day at 5.30 adjacent, I would say. So we'll have that. Coming up next, our guy Blake Harris will join us. We're going to talk baseball with him about the Dodgers. There's a lot of questions. But I want to play this Mike Trout sound for him because Mike Trout said the thing. The thing that actually got people to notice, oh, hey, Mike Trout's around. That's right. Spring training is happening. (laughs) But Radio Tinder is presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Cappy, it's the weekend. You can get some mandala on you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cappy, I'm surprised you're not uh-uh. No, I, I do remember this song, and I, I do love Ice-T. And I thought he was great in the uh, Grammys, you know, 50th anniversary of, uh, of hip-hop. Yeah. You got it, Ice. Shout out, my man. Or should I call him Mr. T? 
I guess I can't really call him Mr. No, T. No, you can't call him already Mr. T. A Mr. There's T. already a Mr. T. Don't be calling him Mr. T, sucker. I come to your house. I grab that microphone. I take it from you. You nobody call me Mr. T, foo. That's Mr. But your T name right is Mr. There. T. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll get to Blake here in a second. I know he's on the line. Our Dodger insider, Blake Harris. Uh, Blake H. Harris on Twitter. I'm going to have to get used to that. So there's two H's. H as in his middle name and Harris obviously starts Like Hungarian H. Heat, double H. Correct. So there's that. He's got Inside the Ravine, the podcast, and of course the Substack. Make sure you check out his stuff there. All right. But before we get to the Dodgers, I want to ask him about Mike Trout. Because Mike Trout was asked, as we all are sitting here talking about Shohei Otani, right? Potentially leaving, and there's all this smoke about that. Mike Trout was asked about Shohei and his potential free agency, and here's what Mike Trout said. He's got to do what's right for him and uh, what he feels right. You know, that's all up to him. Um, you know, if he feels that staying in Anaheim is, is the right move, you know, he, sh- he should do that. And if, you know, he thinks otherwise, it's uh, I'm going to do as much as I can to, you know, try to convince him to stay. So, you know, he's got to really sit down and think about it. Uh, it's a big decision for him. It's probably the biggest one of his life. It's, it's a difficult decision because for for him, you know, it's a different, you know, if he if he does stay or if he does, you know, I, I don't even like saying it if he leaves, but uh, you know, it's going to be different for him. But new atmosphere, new 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 people, new teammates. But uh, you know, I'm like I said, I'm going to do whatever I can to keep him here. So let me ask you a question, okay? Go ahead, because and bring Blake on now. I I I think Mike Trout is being a human being there, right? Like he's saying, like, look. You know, if he wants to move on, if he thinks it's the best thing for him, I'm cool with that, right? Like, I'm good with that. That is the human response. But if he doesn't, if he if he does think this could be the place for him, I'm going to do everything I can to keep him here. Now, the human aspect of that is not what fans want to hear. They only want to hear the second part of that quote. Because when you watch, when you went on the internet today, the screaming headline was, he will do anything it takes to keep Shohei Otani, when that's really not the quote. The quote was, I'm a human being. I understand he's another human being. He should do what's best for himself. And if it's here and he thinks that this could be part of it, then I'm in. But I'm not stopping him. And I don't know if fans want to hear that part of it. Blake, since you're an insider here on baseball, I'll start with you. Yeah, I'm glad you guys played the quote because I got that notification earlier today where it said, like, yeah, Mike Trout comes out and says, yeah, I'm going to do what I can. I want want Shohei to say. But then you play the full quote and you you know hear him be pretty candid. Listen, like he has a decision to make, and I pretty much respect wherever the decision's going to be. And I feel like that is the bigger story that he was kind of so open about realizing, yeah, Shohei Otani likely isn't going to be back next season, as opposed to just sugarcoating it. He was real, and I think maybe Angels fans likely did not want to hear that. They didn't want to hear their star player pretty much kind of sounding like this is Shohei's last season. So, yeah, that was definitely quite the uh, interesting quote to hear from Mike Trout of all people today. Yeah, but come on, guys. I mean, everybody knows what the deal is, right? I mean, everybody knows that this is his last year, and everybody knows that he's said that he wants to win, and we all know that the Angels haven't and probably aren't likely to. So it was good to hear Mike Trout, you know, George, you say be human. That's because we usually – a, don't hear him, and when we do, he's more robotic than he is human. So yeah. I kind of, I, I got to say, I like the candor coming from Mike Trout. And now what he should do is, and you guys tell me what you think, what can he do to help him stay? He can be his best, and he can help this team win. Stay healthy? 
right? Yeah, I mean, even when Trout has been great but and me, healthy, but, he but hasn't, it, they haven't it, won. But here's what, you know, I don't know. If, I, I mean, it's collectively bargained, so he can't. But it's not like he can go and say, hey, I'll take less money on the next one if you keep showing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like he won't do that. Like, I don't blame him either. But, I mean, you, you, it's not everything, certainly. Um, but, Blake, let me ask you. I think Otani gets $500 million. I think Otani becomes the highest paid player um, potentially in sports history on a yearly basis and certainly for a long-term contract. So uh, at least in American sports. American team sports, yeah. Correct, American team sports. But it's warranted. This dude is legit a top-line starter and also a middle-of-the-order hitter. Like, he's worth every single penny, and that doesn't even factor in the business aspect of it. That has nothing to do with the field. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it, the bidding should start at $500 million. If I were to guess, I think he's going to surpass that because I think teams are going to get really aggressive. I mean, when you take who Shohei Otani is and you look at it really, he is essentially Mookie Betts at the plate. Mookie Betts, I believe, signed for $365 million, and he's pretty much better than Garrett Cole on the mound. And I think Garrett Cole signed for, you know, over $300 million as well. So you can make the case that Shohei Otani is worthy of a $600-plus million-dollar contract. So it seems crazy to say that giving him $500 million is actually making him an underpaid kind of player. But if he's able to stay healthy once again and do it all, I think he's an absolute bargain. Essentially, what, whatever price he signs for, I think he's well worth. Yeah, I mean, the whole key is staying healthy, especially as a pitcher, you know? Yeah. I mean, we saw last year, I mean, certain guys who couldn't throw, but they could still hit, and, you know, they could still have an impact in a game. I mean, Bryce Harper obviously comes to mind, but, hey, let me let me turn it back to the Dodgers here, Blake. I, I'm curious. Give me an opinion on this. You ready? What do you think about okay. Clayton Kershaw playing in the World Baseball Classic? You like that or do you not like that? I like it. I mean, it's something he's surprisingly never done, you know, in his big league career. So I like that he wants to go for it. Now, there was an interesting piece of news that dropped about an hour ago. I don't know if you guys saw it. It came from the L.A. Times, and it pretty much said Clayton Kershaw is facing undisclosed challenges to get cleared for the World Baseball Classic. Oh, boy. Now, when I read that, I said, oh, boy, here we go again. What's the latest injury? But apparently, if you dive into the article, I guess it has something to do with, like, insurance when it comes to pitchers and players in the World Baseball Classic, and there's like an issue with his insurance. So the good news is it sounds like he's healthy and ready to go. There's just an insurance problem, but he seems like he's going to be good to go for the World Baseball Classic. So I'll take him at his word, and he's able to pitch. I mean, this is the best pitcher in baseball over the last 15 years, and you do want to see him representing USA at the World Baseball Classic, even if he's not the prime Kershaw he once was. I think he's still the best starting pitcher in that rotation. So I think it'd be really cool to see him uh, pitching for Team USA if he solves this whole uh, you know, insurance issue going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Blake, one last one before we let you go, and it was good to hear your voice again. Uh, with pitchers and catchers reporting, uh, soon the rest of the squad will be reporting. How many young guys do you expect to see uh, as, uh, you know, and who are they? Who are the young guys, I guess, you're most focused on that could see real playing time with the big club as the season starts? I think this is going to be the best spring training we've seen in a surplus of years for the Dodgers, mainly because so many players are going to be gone at the World Baseball Classic, so to allow a lot of these young guys to step up. I think some young guys to keep a name on are Bobby Miller, Gavin Stone, the top two pitching prospects for the Dodgers. They're not going to make the opening day roster, but they'll definitely make an impact 
some point later this season. And I think some of the young hitters, Michael Bush, he's a really talented guy that's going to be fighting for an opening day roster spot. And James Altman, you know, we saw him, I think, for four or five games last year with the big league club, looked fantastic, went back down to the minors, hit for the cycle twice in the span of like four days, and he might be the Dodgers starting center fielder. So this is the youth movement. It's here. And uh, I think spring training is going to give the Dodgers a lot of reps, a lot of looks at some of these young guys to see, okay, who can we count on, who can we rely on, and who's going to earn a lot of playing time for the regular season, because there's a lot of playing time that has to go around. And I think there are going to be five or six rookies that see a significant amount of time for the Dodgers this season. Follow him on Twitter at Blake H. Harris is where you get all that good juiciness of Major League Baseball information from. Follow him on his Substack, uh, Blake Harris there, and inside the ravine is the podcast. All right, pal, enjoy your long weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good weekend on your end. Balake. All right, Cappy, coming up next, LeBron James. Mm-hmm has some strong words about his new teammates. Okay. We'll get to that coming up in two minutes.